0: My name is Ty Wilson. I've been a musician for the better part of 20 years. Over that time, I have written, covered, and performed in almost every genre, from heavy metal to alt-rock to country music. I've met some amazing people along the way, and today we're going to talk to one of them. This is Ty Wilson Talks. is up everybody happy monday i am so sorry for the late podcast unfortunately greg and i had to uh just pull the plug last night and uh do it today so we got it done for you better late than never i suppose um but uh, i think you're gonna enjoy this one we had a lot of fun doing it um and i think we may end up doing a few more in the future possibly one together um continuing onwards so let us know or let me know in the comments or the reviews or just send me a dm you know that works too and uh tell me if you enjoyed it because we've talked about doing one together for a while so uh yeah anyway on to the show actually no before the show I have one show this week in Campbellford at 52 North from 7 till 9 p.m. on Friday. I believe that is September the 3rd. So if you're up to that, come on out. It's a great little spot right by the water. Food's awesome. Drinks are cold. Music's good. So uh, come on out and show some support. Uh, anyway, getting into the show today, we have myself and my good friend, Greg Smith, a.k.a. Gregulus Designs, and one of my partners uh, with the Derpwood um, and the Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice show slash podcast. So um, we get into a conversation here about music. Greg's had uh, a music career himself, uh, as well as a bunch of talk about D&D, uh, some talks about mental health. We go all over the map. Um and we had and I had a lot of fun. It was a great conversation with Greg. So, anyway, without further ado, here is Greg Smith. So yeah, buddy. Um, basically, I've known you for what three years now? Uh, has it three yeah. four years? Three four
1: years? Four,
0: yeah. Ever since I uh, I answered an anonymous post from Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that, it's been that, that has it been that long geez
0: <laughs> it's been three years I think yeah yeah that was like hey strangers do you, do you want to play some D&D with me in this group you guys are what right. said? <laughs> honestly I think I could probably still find it but it was uh he messaged me Chris McNeely shout out to Chris I hope you're doing all right buddy um he messaged me on Instagram what? and uh
1: are you are we live right now? Are you recording already? I'm just recording, yeah. I recorded, oh everything. fudge, I didn't whatever, realize. man. I edit whatever. It's you're gonna get. clean this all up,
0: I clean it up, or I just leave it.
1: It's not a good
0: deal, it's a conversational podcast. <laughs> I love this, yeah. It's great, man. But uh, yeah, I Chris answered i think i put a reddit post in like the peterborough D groups page oh that's right and chris uh just like, like and this was later. like this was like yeah like six months or a year later yeah. messaged me back or messaged me on instagram he found my instagram and was like hey uh so you look normal uh do you want to play D with this group that i'm in <laughs> you look normal <laughs> that's honestly that's what he said he's like you seem normal and uh and our group kind of like are trying to have like a D and D group of like, quote unquote, normal people. Do you want to, do you want to come join this group? And, uh, so we did, we came and met uh, my, my, um, friend Kaya and or ex-girlfriend, now friend Kaya and myself came up to your,
1: my like, house, cre-
0: your, cre- your parents. Yeah. Um, super old, beautiful, <laughs> but kind of creepy yeah. in a Victorian white house. And we went up to your weird attic and hung out and had a lot of fun playing D anD D.
1: It was great. It was a lot of fun, and it ended up being an amazing campaign, and we connected with a bunch of people. Um, and it it got i th- I thought we were getting more serious, and then and then it just seemed like as I was ready to push it into a more professional recording area, everyone else was sort of, "Eh, we're just having fun." <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but that's how I hooked you. That is, that is man. And now we do this sweet show, the D D and D show. Yes, we do.
0: And uh, I'm having a ton of fun with that. We don't have as many strobe lights, which I'm a little you know sad about. It's fun not, fact: literally was putting
1: up putting up <laughs> lights tonight. <laughs> right before this, I was hanging lights. We got lights working. Yeah, yeah, it's Did gonna you... be colorful again.
0: <laughs> Amazing. I just remember walking in that first day and being like. What the f I see. Like, am I gonna die? Like, what's the f- am I entering like a yeah, rave? We, we, we have to give
1: context by. here. Contextually, yeah. he walked in my parents into my parents' home. My parents are, you know, in their seventies or whatever. Lovely, like the nicest people. you know
0: amazing been. people. Yeah.
1: And then, and then we go upstairs, and I had sort of asked Chris to make sure everybody was aware of how I set the scene, and it was all black lights. It had a few, like, you had little disco lights going around, and you can't forget the fog machine.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. It's, uh, like, you really did set the environment. hundred percent. Uh, like, yeah, set the scene. That's my and, jam. Uh, I,
1: I don't know why I like that stuff, and I just, it, I don't know, it's different. I don't, It makes it more
0: fun. Like, it, d- it, it, does it once I got over the initial shock, I, yeah. I was like, this is cool. I, I like this. I'm, I'm into it.
1: Yeah, it was different, and I and I knew that kind of going into it because I had done it with, yeah, uh, you know what? If we take it back to my original D and D story, I always thought like, yeah. oh my god, what a bunch of nerds! I can't do that. Like that was the way I looked at it. And then I matured, and somebody said to me, you know, like, I'm 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 nerdy. I'm into Star Wars. I'm into Lord of the Rings. I'm into that stuff. And somebody was like, oh man, you're so outgoing and loud and annoying. You'd love Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and, I, and so. I, you know, I'll try anything once. I just assumed it would be awful. But for me as a creative person, holy smokes, it like it ignited something in me. I'm able to write. I'm able to draw. I'm able to do music. I'm able to talk. I'm able to act. I'm able to like, it's everything all at one that I just love to do. Um, and then also I got to do the lights and set the scenes for people. And I knew, I knew it was weird. And I had said, can we just try it guys? Like like I told Chris, I'm like, just make sure they're like mentally aware or prepared for what this is. For what uh, I'm doing I, here. I do yeah. still have it in my head, though, that everybody's like, I can't see my dice. It's too dark.
0: <laughs> well, we all had to buy glow-in-the-dark dice. I couldn't You're use my, right my, my good <laughs> dice. <laughs> I had to go buy glow-in-the-dark fucking dice, dice sets so that we could. But I mean, we, we're always looking for new excuses to buy dice, to buy so dice. I, can't, yeah. I can't really say anything well
1: and then and then the to math that, rocks
0: go click clock
1: oh yeah. boy to that end you guys kept saying that so I made sure I bought like enough for everybody and then I made sure I. which had, you like, still have oh yeah. I still have yeah a giant pot of dice here and then uh and then the dice trays and I just wanted to make it so that like it was uh what, what's the term when you buy a house it's, it's
0: you're you're a facilitator you st- you staged it yeah That's, yeah yeah you're you're a facilitator for sure like you're like okay you know everybody had their own little emblem their own spot and their own dice tray and their own dice like you're very good at uh, yeah making sure like the scenes kind of set and everybody is comfortable but also like you know it's it's kind of individualized in a way do you remember, do you remember like you printed off those like individual like one was a ranger stamp for one. one oh for yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah yeah the, the yeah.
1: yeah the little dice trays and and they yeah. still exist to, you know but and, and then also mm-hmm. it was but please bring your own like don't right. let me control what you want i'm just making sure that if anybody everybody has it. for me it's about inclusivity right i want to make sure everybody's yeah. cool happy having a good time um yeah i'm just weird like that facilitator is a good word
0: yeah i wouldn't say it's weird it's it's great for like any hosting. new any, yeah hosting um but like new players and stuff like that 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 would be something that would welcome them like i know for me that was one of my first not my first but like one of my first D experiences and i was like well this is pretty badass i can get into this like, like yeah. i'd only really had like
1: six or seven sessions before that so um, i think i think you yeah. had about the same and, and yeah that's yeah. how i felt about it too was like I don't want to just do this uh i well actually i think how i ended up meeting chris and al was that we went to i went to the store like um uh, the one locally here um uh, i can't remember the name of it and that's uh, terrible I should be able to plug it man yeah we should uh dueling grounds in.
0: dueling grounds yep,
1: yep. and um well, it was such an awesome experience and everybody was really welcoming but i was really nervous because this isn't my scene like i'm coming mm-hmm. into it pretty new and the two of them sat down at the table with us. And uh, at the end of it, like, they were playing Adventures League, and, which is really more combat focused, I think, unless you have a table that's really into RP. And the three of us kept trying to inject RP into it because that was what we wanted. Right. And af- After we left, they had come together and they were waiting for me outside. Uh, and they like cornered me on the way out and they're like hey you seem like a pretty normal dude <laughs> <laughs> and so we got to talking and and that's how we connected and, and and chris went on to find you guys and and make it happen but yeah. i had said to them like that's that that whole environment uh super cool to go in, and and do it and experience it but that's not how i want to experience the game i wanted to have so much more out of it um And I've yet to meet a DM that wants to put in all the extra work to the hosting. So I don't like, I like doing it. I'll do it. I'll be the host. You be the DM. You got enough on your plate. Let me do the music. Let me do the fog machine. Let me do the lights.
0: Yeah. I think it's hard to find, um, people that would want to do, I think to the extent that you do it is, is to the extent of like our show, where you know we want to have a professional aspect to it but you know there are a lot of people that just want to get together at a kitchen just table get and, and chill and, and play right yeah i think that so the one thing that i think we take mine? advantage of yeah i think so i don't think it's mine
1: well no it's one. like i've never recorded in my lifetime
0: man i mean we always have issues with
1: everything it's fine <laughs> This is what happens. This is, this is good. Yeah. Just go tune into just the go show it, and watch Greg screw everything up as usual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you get to listen to some awesome music, as I was saying. I was—I think we take advantage of the music because it sets the 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 mood. I was listening to the last episode, that one shot that I wasn't able to be a part of. Oh yeah, and uh, and I could really like—I can't really hear the music as much when we're playing. Yeah, but through the. So the mixing uh, in the, the end podcast, it brings it out. It, yeah, I was like, oh man, yeah, this man, this music gets you going. Like the it's um and also I'm very excited to play Peter's character
1: <laughs> <laughs> this week. That's cool that you actually have gone back and listened to it. Uh I was wondering if you I you're listened gonna to
0: part of it. To it. Yeah, the first part um uh Rebecca's mic was cutting in and out.
1: Yeah, there was, was a there, I can explain it. I can if you want. It was there was a sure. noise gate filter that was oh, okay. cutting her off for some reason. Same thing happened to John and I couldn't locate it in uh, OBS, but I found it. Okay. I fixed cool. it. It's gone now. Beautiful. Um but speaking of music, yeah, that that's another thing that, you know, like I said, I, I'm so creative, I like to do a bunch of things. I have been really excited lately uh as I've been posting this stuff to the YouTube, uh so I guess context for the people listening mm-hmm. what we've been doing a lot of uh loopable free background music, ambient music, totally loopable um for people's tabletop sessions. Uh mostly in the fantasy music realm. There's some C stuff, piratey stuff, uh some cyber stuff or whatever. But people have really been responding uh, like awesomely to it uh and giving feedback yeah. and like actually just saying thank you and I was like whoa is this the internet right now <laughs> like who does that yeah
0: I well it's it's dope man like I remember when I was first like, my first few sessions, we would always, like, we would just have a laptop up in the background. And, yeah. you know, you're trying to, like, search YouTube for <laughs> some sort of fantasy sound. But it's like, okay, we got to pick one that lasts for a half hour or an hour. Yeah, and like, exactly.
1: Yeah, that so you're was, not that's just constantly restarting. Because, well, that's the issue with it because you never know how long people are going to talk in that particular moment. And that's why I make them loopable so that it can just sit in the background and go on and on and on now that's a tricky that's a tricky game though because loopable can also mean like super annoying uh yeah you got to find that balance when you're making them is like how much melody in here is going to make it seem like how long until it irritates your ears right
0: well what sets a mood but what's also not in your face yeah exactly yeah
1: and i and i just go back in my brain when i'm when i'm doing them when i'm creating them uh Usually I'm trying to to create to a scene and then I'm trying to think of it like video game music that if you listen to video game music, it's drawn out, it's long, it kind of floats in and out, um, but never goes too high, never goes too low, depending on what part of the scene you're in, right. Like battle right. music is obviously battle music and et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fun. I like, I like being able to create it and I like that it's, it came out of a necessity because we were streaming um, and the DMCA kept shutting down. Cause you know, we were playing like oh, the witcher music. Right. Yeah,
0: we yeah. Yeah. yeah, And, and they kept so, shutting down the, yeah, because, because it was uh, yeah.
1: Unlicensed. Cause, Cause it's copyrighted. Yeah. And yeah. so I figured, you know what, we need it. I'll make it. And I don't, I don't need to make anything off this. Like let this be mm. something that other people can use and if they find value in it, awesome. And that's why I said, that's why I'm pretty, mm. You know, uh, excited right now because people are saying thank you and saying they like it, which is cool. Like,
0: how many have you made? Like fifty?
1: Uh, have made I made a, or have I made posted? Made, <laughs> have you posted?
0: Oh yeah, sorry, posted. It's uh, a lot, though.
1: Oh, I've got like over a hundred so far. Uh, is it? Posted? Like, yeah, there's over Jesus. like fifty something. I don't know. There's there's a bunch up there, maybe sixty or so. Uh, I try to release them weekly, so there's con- consistent content going up on the YouTube. I uh, guess something gives people something to you know look forward to a little bit i actually think what i need to do now is go in i think we've got enough content there to start slicing up the playlist into different scenes like put all the battle ones together and put all that's like yeah that's foresty a good ones together that yeah yeah i think that i think there'd be there's yeah. there's something there
0: yeah tavern music battle music i think that's a, that's a great idea
1: yeah yeah and and funny that you just said the most the 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 most watched are the tavern ones and the and the battle ones yeah, those are the ones yeah. that people go to immediately.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that uh Gregulus is, you know, uh or Griorns, sorry. Uh <laughs> fucking songs aren't uh aren't blowing up. Have you posted those? Oh yeah, Gre- there's a there's yeah, a yeah. whole video.
1: I did a lyric video for uh Amazing. the Navigawa song. Yes, right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that's so that's funny. Amazing. Uh, you know, I always, I get nervous if people deep dive our YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash the Dirtwood. by the way, in case anybody wants mm-hmm. to jump on. Uh, but uh, there's some old like Overwatch raps up there still that I did. Oh, I think things. I've
0: watched a couple of those. Yeah. I don't remember it. I, I think it was pretty baked when I watched them. But, uh, I was going to say, I think we had,
1: yeah. a, we, were, we were pretty drunk one night and we started oh, yes. live streaming. Yeah. I'm not sure that that's on that account though.
0: No. That, that was if, like that was like over a year ago. Think about that. Come Isn't that on, crazy? It wasn't that long
1: ago? Yeah, buddy. It was like yesterday. I
0: mean, I've been sober for almost eight months, and that Good was night. Yeah, crazy, right?
1: Boy, oh boy, that's, you, that's we funny. lost a year and like half your body weight, my dude.
0: Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's it. I'm like carrying. I'm not. I mean, how old or how much does like one of your kids weigh? I mean. Six, 60 <laughs> <Yeah>. pounds <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm carrying less a child
1: yeah you know easily i mean our one-year-old is like 40 pounds or something he's he's freaking huge
0: he's a chonk yeah he's awesome yeah. Yeah, he's a big boy
1: <laughs> but uh <laughs> he's gonna be a linebacker yeah but it's yeah our one-year-old's that size and our six-year-old is like 60 pounds so it's they're not far off. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so dichotomous it's weird um yeah no man i can't believe that's been a year that's crazy.
0: That was a fun time, though. If you want to really, if you want to, folks, if you want to see uh, a really interesting <laughs> video, you
1: can really deep dive the YouTube, or, yeah. comedic. hilarious,
0: absolutely hilarious comedic <laughs> video that features my laugh a lot. I uh,
1: think we need. I think we need to put it. We put the link somewhere for. Yeah, people. I'll
0: put the link in there somewhere yeah. with the uh, with the edit that's classic no, 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 that's, it was a classic
1: it's but if they do that then sure. they're going to find out i also do caribbean music and caribbean well party so, so i <laughs> was
0: going to get to that that was part of the you know it's that was a beautiful be part segue. of the day it's a beautiful segue like look how we did this um because i when i first met you this is i'm just like what the hell this guy just throws weird parties like well, <laughs> who is this dude
1: yeah i think i think the first time you guys came over i gave you all like swag 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 yeah yeah and i was like who the hell is this
0: guy what (laughs) what the fuck's this guy do and i like i didn't know and then there's all these videos of like you and like caravana like just having a fucking time and uh (laughs) and and then i heard some of your music and like your rapping and that stuff i'm like what the
1: what who the fuck is this guy yeah i'm like the weirdest the weirdest anomaly anomaly easy for you to say
0: yeah um, so mr white wine yeah tell us about it yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah you just you called it out i don't i generally depends on who i'm dealing with and what scene i'm in i don't discuss it a ton uh but i have been very actively involved in the caribbean community lived down in trinidad off and on for years uh doing music professionally um and i was doing soca music and like dance hall and reggae and that kind of vibes and in there in that was that was my life for a long time um never let it go i've never stopped doing it but i don't do it professionally anymore it's it's more just for fun <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's badass um thank you i still send you stuff all the time every yeah, once in a yeah, while yeah. like i'll send you a song and say what do you think of this mm-hmm. and you're like i want to sing the hook
0: <laughs> yeah that's usually how i go about it um and then because like so say i mean give us a little backstory like how you, I, like, I know your story and that stuff, but just sure, for, sure. for, for the sake of the podcast and everything, because it is super interesting and weird how this six foot four white guy, from <laughs> Toronto ended up living in Trinidad and being a
1: professional, like soca dance hall. Rapper. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I, my brother, my brother's raised me up on like reggae and rap music. So I didn't, I didn't uh, grow up on like rock and roll or country music or anything like that. Um, not that I don't love all music and Ty can attest to that. I kind of know he that. actually hates it. <laughs> yeah, every time Ty sends me something, don't no, that like I fucking man. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even listen, that's it. No. Yeah. Um no, that's not true at all. Uh in fact, I'm very jealous of Ty and his music musical abilities. I I make music, I know how to work a computer, couldn't tell you how to play piano, you know. I'm more of an engineer. Than a producer in that sense um but yeah my brother my brothers raised me up on like reggae and rap and stuff and so that was always part of my dna i was rapping in fact we just this is so funny we just found an old family video and i was eight years old straight up rapping in the video <laughs> like like and it was good like it wasn't just like dropping bars yeah i was just yeah i was dropping bars i had bars um and then and then in college um couple of guys in class kind of i really wasn't doing any rapping for a while and, and my rapping had taken off but um at 17 some stuff happened and i kind of walked away from it and then in college i was you know flirting with it again and was doing open mics and stuff and a couple of guys in my class ended up like approaching me afterwards and they said like hey like you're really good we want to be we want to be your manager or whatever and me in my experience i've already like dealt with that um and i i know ty you can attest to it you get that kind of all the time like hey do you got anybody representing you and i had said to them like all right cool give me a couple shows and we'll, we'll we'll lock something in right like i know it's people just talk and it's more about like like actually show up and prove great let's work together but um they never did but we ended up becoming best friends and they used to take me out to like the dance hall parties and stuff and i always said to people uh you go to like a dance hall party, and the way that the, the energy of the music is um, is very aggressive, and you know all, all like all the dudes there are ready to fight you all the time, like you and I always said this is my story. If you stepped on a man's shoe in the dance hall party on a Friday night and you don't apologize, it's going to be a fight. But if you go out on a Saturday night to a socate and you step on the same man's shoe, he hands you a beer, and it's because of the music. the music's happy, the music's positive, the music makes you feel good. And that was, as soon as I heard it, I fell in love with that energy. Um, I like to be positive. I like to be happy. I like, I just like that, that total atmosphere. And that's how I ended up getting stuck on it. My buddies jokingly said, hey, you should try to do a Soka song. They thought I'd rap on it. I ended up trying to sing. I'm a terrible singer, but it came out okay. And, uh, you know, one thing led to another. They were, his family was playing it in should add, And, you know, from then uh, that was it. They created the monster. And I just ran with it. I'm I'm obsessive as you as you know.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's but it was it was cool. I I mean that one night that we did get absolutely shit faced together and then well, go through, I don't know we why you kinda went we. through each other. I mean, okay, I did. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you were I, feeling it, too.
1: Uh <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. No, I I was buzzed. I just I yeah, just yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, my level was was a next level. It was it was a fun night. To um,
1: be, to be fair. Yeah you could you drank a ton like you can catch up and i was like nah that's too much i'm good bro (laughs) (laughs) i can't do that that's not how i like yeah
0: (laughs) and uh we were we started going through each of our like old music catalogs oh yeah uh, and uh and it was cool to see like like there's actually videos of you that were like made down there and yeah, uh, yeah. like that are super cool and like you play in a big show in front of however many people and all that stuff and I was like this is fucking rad. I knew nothing about this person. And uh
1: <laughs> and I do mostly yeah. keep that hidden. Like even now it's yeah. funny I feel shy talking about it, especially in this day and age where um people like to throw the word a- appropriation around. Um and that kind of that that kind of energy was what made me start to shy away from it, along with like other issues. I had personal issues with the guy I was dealing with and management issues and all that stuff. But uh, that energy kind of made me relook at things. And I remember I remember uh well in fact I'm I'm on TV live in Trinidad and there's a guy named Jason Williams who goes goes by the singing name or stage name JW and Blaze. You might actually know their big song because it's it's like international. It's called Palance, 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 I don't know.
0: People do that at weddings. I'll take a
1: listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, anyway. I actually
0: think, it, oh, I you, think okay, it's, yeah. it's when you like said the, weddings, I was like, oh,
1: I think I know the song. <laughs> yeah. It's become like, a, it's become like a wedding staple, kind of like dollar yeah. wine, dollar, dollar, right. dollar. Anyway. Um, so, we're, so we're sitting there talking and, and I've done music with them for years, uh, producing music and stuff. And I'm very, very well connected in the, in the industry down there. But he says to me, so he says, hey, wine user. He says, uh, where you from? I said, I I from Trinidad, I mean from Toronto. And he says, Yeah. And I know you how long? I said, I don't know, like five to five, six, seven years or whatever. And he says, And you were born there, right? Yeah. Raised there? Yeah. Family from there? Yeah. How you talking so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm live on air, broadcasting mm-hmm. to the whole country, and I have a Trinidad accent. <laughs> and I went, oh, uh, so like my instantly back to the Canadian accent and I'm like, you know, I just, that's, that's my environment. I've been doing this for so long. He says, wine, you know, I just, I just mess with you. Like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's no big deal, man. I just, I just mess with you. But I, I used to ask artists when they would come up and work in my studio and stuff. I was like, like, does it affect you? Does it bother you? Does that, is that a thing They're like, no, you live there. Like, that. this is yeah. your culture as much as it's my culture. Um, You know, half the guys weren't, weren't, have musicians weren't born in the Caribbean, their parents are, are Caribbean and like, what's the difference. Right. And that's, that's their train of thought. But, um, other people, other people, you know, at parties and stuff, I remember the last, the last party I threw was actually, uh, this is so funny. The last party I threw was a boat ride and it was a fundraiser for, uh, breast cancer.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I went to the event, I had my hair braided, uh, um, this in Toronto. Yeah. Okay, yeah. In Toronto. Steady. And I had my hair braided, and uh there was this lady there that just was getting all over me about it. Oh, look at this white guy coming here, you appropriate our culture, this, that, and the other. And then, like, five of the of the men that I'm with was like, you know, this is his party, right? Like, he's throwing this as <laughs> a fundraiser so cool. for breast cancer, and you're out here talking all kinds of nonsense at the side of your mouth. So they stood up for me, and that was like, it's it's hard for me, you know. I'm I get anxiety about it and I overthink everything um, but it's it's you gotta be careful in this day and age it's not my home culture it's, it's you know I could go pick up a guitar and play some folksy music and nobody would bat an eye but cause I'm the white dude out here doing Caribbean music people start to question what, what at what point is it stealing
0: right well anyway. I mean Elvis you know stole Rock, rock and roll. And roll, like I mean, you can. <laughs> there's so many ways you can go Look, about I, that, but I think you've always been very respectful in how you do everything. And and the fact that you're so conscious about it is more of a testament to, like, you know, the fact that it comes from a place of respect and not from a pre, a place of like appropriation.
1: If yeah, you, know, yeah, there's there's two things to that, I, like somebody one, um, I don't remember who it was, it might have been problem child. He said, "You you don't appro- appropriate, you appreciate." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I like that." Um, and then, and then the other part is that most musicians are like they understand all music is stolen. Like oh, there is no original man. sound, vibe, whatever. Like it's just a matter of taking everything in that mixing pot and how you and how you put it all together. And yep. so, yeah, musicians are like, nah, just just. You don't
0: think music is music bro like, exactly you know, it's, it's the universal like language yeah yeah it's uh yeah it unites us all it's there it should
1: yeah and <sighs> and uh that's why i like reggae <laughs> it's, it's the world international sound right
0: and there was wasn't there uh there's oh, man this is terrible a really prolific a reggae artist just passed away at like eighty five. Oh,
1: um, so, uh, oh yeah, he did, and why I can see his face. Um yeah. I was about to I was say, 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 I say I can see, see his him, picture in my head,
0: not. but I but it's driving me nuts.
1: Yeah, he just uh, uh, Lee Lee Scratch Perry.
0: Right, that was it. Uh,
1: yeah, he used rest to like
0: peace. he would he would yeah rest in peace. He would like uh, bury microphones under trees and stuff, like to get different sounds, like really cool weird production stuff that uh, that I was I thought was kind of cool. I read a story on him.
1: Uh, you know what? I, I I never heard that, but I was just having the conversation with my brother actually who's, who's um, in town from Vancouver. and we were talking about so in my experience, so I also did like African music and I travel with some African artists and stuff but yeah. um, well, mostly uh, mostly Nigerians and Guineans, And Nigerians and Jamaicans are by far the most creative people culturally that you'll ever meet in your life so to hear yeah. something like that about a jamaican is like yeah yeah like yeah, just, that just makes sense that makes <laughs> it that connects <laughs>
0: yeah so what like because you lived down in trinidad for a while um tell me a bit about like your life experience there or like your experience coming from toronto i'm sure there was a bit of culture shock but at the same time like toronto is a melting pot too so um yeah like w- what were the living situations like? Like how what was your experience like down there? I know that uh, you've told me a bit about this in the past, but it is yeah. I don't know, it is pretty cool.
1: Um Trinidad, an interest, sure. it's an interesting place because mm-hmm. you know um like from the from the particularly Toronto perspective, uh there's a ton of Jamaicans up here. Um now that's you know changing and ebbing and flowing but most people when they think of the caribbean they automatically think jamaica and trinidad is not jamaica like in any way shape or form and the place there it's different um they have they have financially have oil money in the country and they don't rely on tourism as their biggest import export uh so it makes it a very dangerous place. If you don't know how to maneuver and move or move with the right people when you're down there, uh, because you know, like, like in Jamaica for, Oh, it's like Cuba. Cuba is a great example of that. Cuba. You could go to Cuba as a tourist and you could pass out on the side of the road and they'll literally get you back to your hotel. Like you're not going to, with everything in your pocket, nobody's going to rob you. Nobody's going to touch you because of the laws around. If, if you do something to a tourist in Cuba, it's it's jail for life or worse, right? Like they're coming for you and they don't. It's, and Jamaica is kind of the same idea because it's predominantly um, tourist-focused. But Trinidad is 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 different. And yet the happiest place in the world. Like it's so much fun. And the culturally, it's all about positivity and happiness and joy. Um, but it is definitely, well, I already used this word earlier, but it's dichotomous. It's, it's very double-sided down there um and you uh, people who ask me like hey i want to go there etc cetera, etc cetera, uh go for carnival that's the greatest carnival in the world uh you know brazil might argue it but it's still the greatest and it's one of those things that, you, that if you love to party and you like that good energy you need to experience it that at least once in your life um but just just be careful. Like it's just not all,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: it's not all rainbows and lollipops, you know, sometimes that's just the front. Yeah. It's, but I love Trinidad that to death. Um, you know, like I said, I've been back and forth so much. And, and my experience, you, you asked me about my experience living there. It depended, like some of the houses I'm living with, we're having bucket baths and, you know, I'm sleeping on the dirt and other places I'm sleeping in like five star hotel, basically homes like multi million dollar homes. So it, it it's very um disparaging. Is that the right word? It's yeah, I it's mean, it, it's it's very classic. Di- dichotomous again? Yeah, yeah, it's very dichotomous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My vocabulary. That's the only word I got. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: your big word for the day. That's where you're yeah. you, you, you are yeah, do not want you have one of those tear away like words day of the calendars, calendars. <laughs> and you're like dichotomous. Somehow I gotta gonna use it use one more time and then it's mine
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. forever. <laughs> yeah no but i love Trinidad, um and i love i love actually uh, i stayed in grenada for a while love grenada oh man warmest place i've ever been in my whole life it actually to put it in perspective people ask me what's the difference and i used to say in grenada i walked around with my wallet in my back pocket the whole time right, right. that's that's what that's what the feeling was that's what the yeah. vibe was is what the energy was now that being said uh I've also lived a life where I may not have always been with the nicest of people, right? right. So it depends the company you're keeping, right? Oh,
0: obvious. yeah. And any any place has you know bad actors. Like if you're on the Toronto subway, like it's the same, exactly. Shit,
1: right? Like you're not gonna go walking through like Jane and Finch area at night just willy nilly and not be aware of your surroundings, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with
0: that. That's awesome, man. It's, it's a, I, I always kind of thought it was such a polar opposite story to my music journey, but it, that's what made it interesting and kind of like drew me to you or yeah, drew me to yourself a little bit more because I was I, I saw so many parallels, but at the same time, so many differences uh, in how we had grew up or how we conducted our our musical endeavors, you know, to this point in our lives.
1: Yeah, and I'm—I gotta say, I'm so proud of you for like really getting back into it and being and putting your whole mind and focus to it. I'm so happy to see that.
0: Got sucked back in, man.
1: Well, it's good, and (laughs) I'm—I'm jealous of it every day. (laughs) Yeah, it's. it's, uh, Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, it's just—it's just such a beautiful thing because you really are a talented person. You're a talented musician. I love. I love, first of all, you came out of nowhere with talking about your mental health journey on social media. And I was just like, yes, (laughs) like, yes, Ty, like you figured that niche out and are running with it and have your momentum and haven't stopped to look back. It's press gas all the way. And I love that.
0: Yeah, bro. I just kind of got like, I don't know, when I flip my shit around, I had so many people that uh, I was talking to on a daily basis or that were close to me that, uh, or like, well, how did you do it? Like, what is you know what turned everything around, or what made you do this? And it was like it wasn't just one thing. It's just been a bunch of small small things, things and yeah, and I'm still every day. I I still have to focus on it. Like you know, there's there's days that I still want to get fucked up and drunk and stuff, and there's days that I feel amazing, and there's days that I still you know feel depressed, and there's day like it's still a fucking a battle but at least i i know how to handle a lot of those feelings and emotions or at least know how to like
1: well, you, you recognize the proper, pattern right yeah i can so recognize mentally the you can be and, like oh yeah this is just that
0: yeah this is why i'm feeling this way or like oh maybe i haven't whatever done this maybe i need to meditate for 10 minutes and get my breathing in order maybe i need to to, to do this yeah i i have a lot more like tools in my tool belt to to deal with things in a more healthy manner than, than what I was.
1: That's so awesome. Um, and, and you and I've talked a lot about this cause I openly discussed being bipolar and all that. Um, and I think it's one of the major things that you came to terms with was accountability and, and holding yourself accountable for the behaviors. Like it's your choice, It's your yep. choice to grab that, that bottle of beer or whatever, was mm-hmm. it's your choice? We talked about having the party here. It was, I'm sitting here going, no? I think my body's told me I've had enough. And you, yeah. you made the choice to keep going, right? Like it's small little things that that both negatively and positively can affect you. And I love that you're that you're there and you're going through that. I'm actually going to segue into something here. Look at this. It's like I'm, I'm taking over Ty Wilson's podcast. Uh, I actually just posted uh, a cast guidance video today, oh, fuck yeah. and it's all about mental health uh um, amazing yeah sort of sort of inspired about through what you're what you've got going on but also me personally um uh actually got real open and honest with it at the end there and was talking about you know I've, I've been spiraling for months on end now i'm in a total manic episode just desperately trying to hold it together and uh you know i think you've seen it spilling out here and there but i think i've done a pretty damn good job of holding it together um and and i just thought well, why don't we talk about this at the table in terms of like the d and d table and people's session? Because I think that affects everybody, right? Yeah, um, hundred yeah, percent and then and, and some people might not get it and not know how to deal with it or or might not understand what other people are going through and um you know, in it, I say it's it's kind of a two-way street like if if someone's being a problem, then you need to communicate with them, and then if you are the one being the problem need to check how you're communicating with yourself um and maybe consider how you're affecting others around you so anyway just just a little plug go ahead check that out folks no
0: definitely (laughs) and then um, explain what cast guidance is to to everyone that
1: oh yeah okay so what it is so cast guidance is uh it's another little uh, content that we put up on youtube.com slash the derpwood uh something i started was
0: youtube.com slash the derpwood
1: the derpwood And, uh, and we call ourselves derps, which gives us room to be really stupid and then start podcasts off with noises in the background. So it's all good. It happens. Um, but cast guidance is, uh, is, uh, our video helpful guides for players from a player's point of view, uh, for playing D and D specifically, but a lot of it kind of trends into, uh, any tabletop role-playing game. A lot of it has to do with social etiquette and how to handle being, having relationships with other people um i found online there was a lot of information for like game masters dungeon masters and not a lot of information directly for players uh and and if you do if you are looking for the dm information i know that uh peter has been on your podcast earlier he also no. does a lot of content for uh, dungeon masters i just wanted to come at it from a from a player's perspective and help people on on different things
0: and you do a great job with it. It, it looks you. awesome. It's super professional. It's yeah, I, I love those videos. <laughs> well, nope. I'm,
1: I'm trying. It's it yeah, never man. feels professional. It feels like I'm just yeah, but taking it you till you. we make you it.
0: You see every you see everything through your eyes. <laughs> I do, I do. It's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> Rough.
1: <laughs> and that and that's hey, that's why I never get I never put music no. out. Like I'm so hard on myself, and and that's right. a that's yeah. a big thing for creatives to get over.
0: Oh, definitely, man. I mean, I I know i i know exactly what you mean i'll sit and stew over nothing's ever gonna be perfect enough but i have to i i had to just start figuring out that like perfection nothing's ever gonna be perfect no one's perfect so just fucking put the thing out
1: yeah out. but does what
0: happen with this podcast i was like just gonna do it just start hey. it just fucking do it
1: <laughs> in fact i think yeah. i'm the one who yelled at you over you are, and over you,
0: just yeah, do it you are the originator of uh the not not Shia LaBeouf it's it's yeah yeah, yeah. just just get it <laughs> just, done just, just fucking do it. start <laughs>
1: just do it <laughs> yeah and and that was something that I had to learn myself uh particularly uh as a creative because you know I also run a graphic design company and uh there just comes a point where getting it out into the market matters more than perfecting it because it's subjective it'll never be perfect that being right. said, I I can't go back and listen to any of my music and not hear all the flaws, hate it, hate on myself. Like it's the worst. I my self-talk when I listen to music is so bad. Oh
0: bro, if I'm listening, i I have a real hard time listening to myself.
1: Yeah. Because I know so,
0: but that like because I, I can pick out every mistake. It's like, oh yeah, there, 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 there. So
1: okay, let yeah. me ask you this then. So for me, it's like I'm I'm very um it's not subjective. It's it's objective about objective, yeah. listening to things and picking apart what's wrong with them. And I could do it to myself and I'll always explain to people. I'm like, no, well, that's kind of wrong there, this, that, and the other. And they're like, Oh, you're just being hard on yourself. And I don't really think I am. And that that's reflected in like the fact that there's lots of music I'll put out that doesn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like,
0: so I think that, uh, that's, all right. So, I think that right like now with any musical endeavor that you're putting out online, you have to be 50% marketing and 50% musician yeah, um, or business minded because you can throw, I mean, well, we'll take like my previous recordings, for example, they're good recordings um, done professionally. They're good songs. I still enjoy them. Anybody that's heard them generally has enjoyed them. Um, And I but get that comment getting, all the time. It's
1: about getting it to them, right?
0: Exactly. I get that comment all the time. Oh, man, this should be more popular. Well, my mistake and the thing that maybe was the biggest teaching lesson at that point was when it was released, there was zero follow-up afterwards with anything.
1: Right.
0: So it wasn't picked up by mainstream radio. And that was it. Like, I didn't know at the time... You know, this was really the, the dawn of Spotify and iTunes like taking over like in that two to three year span of in the early, you know, between 2012 and 2014, 2015 is when we really transitioned over. Like we weren't using CDs or iTunes like you were still printing out CDs most like for the most part until that time. J G- like that. Everything was now Spotify, iTunes, like everything right. was digital, everything. And I don't know. I I didn't know what the fuck I was doing <laughs> and what I didn't the- do anything. I was just like, this is good music. So people will listen to it. And that was the big mistake. And I, and I had no follow through with it. And so now I think that you have to, yes, you need to be self-critical um, to put out good music but you also need to know how to inject that music into people's phones. So it's beating them in the face, like because they need to, like people need to see it. We have the attention span of at goldfish now. And so, you know, it has to be like right there or it has to go TikTok viral. Like it, there has mm-hmm. to be some sort yeah. of factor that launches something or a really great marketing campaign to bring, Things forward, um, like I know my friend and, and one of the co- girls I, I write with, uh, Jessica Soul, um, just released a new song. But she was hyping up the song like for the last two months on TikTok and Instagram, and right. like playing snippets of it in the background, um, so people knew what the song. Like they had that song, they had those lines in their head. Like by the time I hadn't heard the song, by the time it was released. I could sing the chorus basically yeah, because right. she had been like hyping it up and just released it. And it already has that jumping off point. So, so now it's been, you know, well received or, or, or better received than if you had just like cold released it and been like, here it is. Here's Here everything. it is. Yeah. Um, so sorry, I went off on a tangent
1: there. Uh, I don't apologize. I, I, I was just going to add to what you were saying yeah. is, is yeah, go that, for it. In my, in my experience, part of that is something I've never been able to accomplish, um, and it's something that I think I'm trying to cultivate with our DD and D show is is just getting a team around us. Yeah, you you as yeah. a musician need a team. You need you, somebody you can't that can't do
0: it by yourself, man. You cannot.
1: Yeah. You, and you yeah. need a team to hype you. That's that's yeah. one part of it. You need a team that supports you and is like, dude, you're doing awesome. This is great. You need a few yes men, t- it to an extent um not not i don 't mean like a straight up yes man to everything but mm-hmm. but people who really appreciate what you do and then you need you need the you need the business manager you need the person that 's going to go out and deal with that and then you need the person that is like the bureaucrat who understands digital distribution and understands the music industry itself like how it functions and how to go ahead and do that um yeah. and i think i think that 's the the hardest part is just cultivating a team a scene a community around you as an artist. And I and I see you doing it. And I think you're doing a fantastic job. Like I see you building it. Yeah. I see you out working You're doing you're doing all your shows. You're doing the new Ty Wilson and the River Spirits. You're doing um what is the band's name?
0: Uh Against the Wind. Against yeah.
1: the Wind. I was gonna say yeah. back again back against the wind or something and mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Yeah.
0: Doing uh, the podcast. I'm doing yeah, I'm just you know you're trying to cultivate enough to uh yeah just just like get things, get things going or
1: you do, you're doing at a great least job. have a
0: little community. No, oh, thanks buddy.
1: All right. you. you know me.
0: I know you are, you're, you're awesome. And so, uh, that's why I wanted Well, another reason I wanted to get you on here was because I need to, I need to start whoring out uh, the D and D show more now that I've, I'm starting to, uh, uh, level off with my Find, summer of music. Your
1: feet under you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if, if you, I've talked about D and D I don't know how much you have, but, uh, if for people listening, Ty is plays a character named Barack Grimsky. He is the de facto leader. He gets real <laughs> country. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. See, he does the country voice and I do the weird Scottish Caribbean, Swedish accent.
0: It's a yeah, it's a mix. But that's the <laughs> nice thing about D&D, D&D. So I have talked about D&D quite a bit on this podcast. Good. Um because I'm a nerd. Uh but uh
1: <laughs> no shame. The nice
0: thing one of the my the best parts about D&D is that the the accents don't have to be accurate. They can just be whatever it is. Like yeah. uh Brad Pitt's accent in uh uh what was that guy Richie movie?
1: Um Oh, uh a Snatch.
0: Snatch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a real accent.
1: <laughs> you I made think, it up. I think it was. I think he had a pigment. It was accent. based.
0: It was based off it, but it wasn't, wasn't
1: great. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you remember for how long it took me to come out of my shell and like commit to an accent. Um, yeah. At the did. table, like that was a mm-hmm. big deal for me. Just mentally, I couldn't do it. And it's like even now, trying to do my my Trini accent. If I'm hanging with my West Indian people, it's just straight up normal. The way I speak, but the minute I'm out of that that environment, I I can't do it. It's like a it's a weird mental roadblock that I can't get over.
0: Well, especially now that you're like you know your your nerdy basement dwelling dad. (laughs) (laughs) Life has changed. Thanks for bringing that up. Life has changed.
1: (laughs) Three kids living in the country. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's funny yeah. that I think of I, Peterborough as the country. I was gonna say you think Peterborough is the country, and I'm like, <laughs> damn city slicker. <laughs> I have
1: I have a city boy. I have family yeah. lives up in Graveners. Every time I see see them it's like what's up, city slicker? <laughs> 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 and I'm like, I'm Shut up and go nice shoot show. a moose.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I wish. I was up I, when I was in Huntsville last week, and I was like, I can get used to it up here. <laughs> oh yeah, see, <laughs> that's my people. That's my place. Yeah. That's, that's my kind of my kind of area.
1: Uh, oh my! I mean, honestly, who wouldn't? You go up to the Muskogee, yeah. and it's so beautiful. People literally from around the world come there. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's I, absolutely I go fishing beautiful there a guy. lot. Because, <laughs> see, I'm shaming. I'm shaming every country person, but I fish like crazy.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I think I kind of knew that, but you got to come out here and fish, man. Heck but, yeah! You know, I don't know why you haven't been it. You have invited me. I, I actually haven't
1: made it. I haven't been out. Yeah. COVID hit, and I just insulated like crazy. It's fair.
0: Yeah. We we and were you, really you debating. Are, you guys are crazy busy too.
1: Uh, yeah, but you know that's it's interesting because yeah, we just had the baby or whatever. But um, yeah. I remember my brother saying to me, "Well, I'll see you in like five years because you're not getting out of the house." And I was like, "Whatever." And Amanda. Um, my partner, she had like made a point was like, if you need to like, just go, I, I got this. I've been single mom for so long, it's not a big deal. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but no COVID hit and that kind of changed everything. And, um, we were, we were really insulating cause for a long time, we didn't want to do the vaccine thing. We we're pretty mm-hmm. skeptical. Um, we ended up with our first dose now and we'll, we'll get our second dose very soon actually. But it was scary. Like, got kids at home you got to worry about them you got to worry about it who's coming in and out of your house yeah it is what it is yeah
0: i mean like it's 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 such a an unsure time for everyone in us spe- but like i mean yeah ever everybody's i feel like everybody's just so cautious about about all the on like you you're kind of we're in this mindset now where you're you know, if you go to a public place and you're standing less than six feet away from somebody, it's like, oh, oh shit, I'm in yeah. trouble. Like it's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. You're and, conscious uh, of it all the time. You're conscious of it all the time. And it's it's uh it can be pretty exhausting. But at the same time, like it it just makes it makes it so, or at least for myself, for a long time there, at least the first year, I was just like, It's just easier if I just stay out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> like if I yeah. just don't even put myself in a situation where uh, my, my anxiety
1: weird. got so bad, like I was the one doing the grocery shopping and stuff, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is it's annoying me. People are moving around. I'm like, I'm gonna get myself in trouble by just blurting out stuff I shouldn't. So Amanda took that over. <laughs> get the fuck away from <laughs> yeah, me. Exactly. Like, what the, are you dumb, bro? Dumb da, dumb dumb Yeah, anyway. Hmm. Um, but for me, like I lost early on. I remember it clearly. One one of one of the big promoters in the industry uh passed away. So he was a good friend of mine. And uh, we'd done business for years together um, and he got COVID and then, you know, as it does, it exasperates something else that was underlying, um, right. and he passed away. And I remember, I remember this is going to sound so terrible, but I attended his funeral while I was on the toilet. Oh man. And I was like, this is nuts. This yeah. is what, this is what life has come to. Like this crazy. We're just
0: calling everything. Yeah. Yeah
1: and uh and it kind of just it got more and more real i've up to this point i think there's 16 people that i know that have passed away i lost my best friend uh due to covid yeah another another guy that i used to work with forever um who started all the, the we started all the party promo stuff together he uh he ended up getting covid and then had something else happen to him um and and passed away and that was really hard we still haven't uh, spread his ashes or anything yet. Another another funeral that was attended on online, and it's, yeah,
0: it's stuff weighs on you, man. It, like it, it weighs it, it on really you. Really fucking does.
1: Uh, everybody's going through it, so it is what it is. Um, it's just it makes you conscious of being outside the house. Like I don't think I'm healthy enough to handle getting it and making it through. Right. Yeah. So that's why I ended up getting vaccinated. This is not a, me promoting. Like, do do what's best for you um but that was kind of what the i did my research and you know it 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 said online like it helps mitigate if you do get if you do catch it.
0: yeah i think that's the the biggest misconception that i hear about it is like
1: people saying well people are
0: still getting covid with the vaccine and i don't know if that was just not um well presented in the states uh, from my understanding a lot of like the american people i know were like oh they just told us it was gonna we wouldn't get COVID if we got the vaccine and uh, it was like no, no no no, you can still it's still you can still it's, get it it's, it's, it's not just really gonna, how like,
1: any vaccine works <laughs> yeah
0: it's just you can you'll just not you know you have a very low very very low chance of being in the hospital or having any complications from it right. you'll just you, you might have the sniffles and that's that's about it but I mean, it's, uh, there's so much information or misinformation or, I mean, you go on Facebook, man, and it's just a fucking war zone. Well, it's interesting.
1: It's interesting you said that because what this has done is really exposed that the internet will show you whatever you want to see. And that's how the internet works. Like a lot of people are realizing, oh, like this, oh, this is all, this is set up. The internet is built in a way to just feed me Exactly. It's just going to feed me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a porn. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not a, a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist or anything. It's just that this is how it works. And as a marketer, I've, I've known a lot of that stuff and how you can manipulate things to get into the faces that you need to. And yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, man. Right. It's a bunch of algorithms that uh, <laughs> divide or bring us together. Basically. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah and people oh, and people man. are are really learning how to abuse that, which is can be scary um, It's really about spending the time and doing the research yourself, and I think that people are just lazy.
0: I think it's easy to see something. Well, like you said, it's it's showing you what you want to see. Yeah, and I think it's easy for someone to To, see to to go to Google, read the
1: headline, and then never actually click into the story.
0: That's it, or see the hive mind. You know, my my group thinks this way, so I'm I'm uh, I'm what's the word I'm looking for? I'm uh, you'll assimilate. Not even assimilate, but I'm validated. I'm validated in my thoughts because I see you know Bob, Mary, and Sue.
1: Feels like your from thoughts down, are pretty from, from
0: down the road. Are 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 thinking the same thing?
1: It feels like your thoughts are pretty dichotomous. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> All right, we'll see ourselves. Yeah, then. that's yeah. it. Thanks, folks. Thanks for listening yeah. to the Ty Wilson's podcast. <laughs> I will never be invited back.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, okay. Admit it, you miss it.
0: I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see you on Sunday anyway.
1: Yes. That's exciting. Let's tell, let's tell people about that.
0: Yes. So on Sunday or every other Sunday, um, we do our DD D and GD show or the Dungeons, Dragons and Dice show. Yes. I came up with a name. I'm the best. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. The guy, Fieri, F- Fietti fan.
0: Fieri, yeah. Guy Fieri. Yeah. I absolutely love Guy Fieri. If anybody didn't know this, he is probably one of the top three people I want to meet or have dinner with in my life uh I think he's a beautiful human being and that's that uh but now on to d and d we uh
1: <laughs> i do have to we, I do have to interject there and say that yeah. it, you, the the choice of this like it came out of nowhere it was just funny at the end of one of our sessions and not mm-hmm. even this campaign you did it and then and then it stuck and it is like the hardest brand to like how do you mesh fifties diners into Dungeons and dragons? It is like it has been a nightmare for me as a graphic designer <laughs> and a marketer, but we roll with it. <laughs> we make it work. we do we make it work like if people tune into the show or watch it up back on YouTube or whatever mm-hmm. you'll see like you know I've tried to do we do like the the studios all set up with checkerboards and
0: yeah other things that it's, a to... it's, it's a, a diner, diner theme it's a diner theme yeah yeah there's there's a uh a meal like a menu, thing, a menu thing a menu board yeah but what does that have to do with dungeons and dragons <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't but dungeons dragons and dice is a, is a fun name so yes, it is yeah yeah crushed uh, it crushed it crushed it so and 2 p.m on every other sunday um yeah. we we do that this week is going to be a continuation of the last uh episodes um yeah we're, one we're shot, off We're off the main two campaign.
1: shot yeah yep so we're just doing some stuff because uh people weren't able to make it so we we're trying to save the main campaign uh when's that september 19th i believe that's going to be
0: well you're the one with all these marketing
1: yeah, yeah, no, I, I yeah. said that. I said, I said September nineteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the right. That's the right <laughs> date. Is that the right date? Thought, okay,
0: September nineteenth uh, and twentieth. That's what I had in my mind.
1: But this week, yeah. So you're going to be taking over for Peter, playing his character, and yep. that'll be yep, fine. Can, can we hear the? Can we hear the accent, the voice acting?
0: Oh no, uh, I haven't tried any of it.
1: Bombshell <laughs> sure boots.
0: This is the uh, something rifle, and uh, that's what I got. It's, like, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I just uh, that's that's, that's what I've gotten on. to is was, him
1: shooting somebody with the uh, just gonna yeah. repeat that over and over. Yeah, <laughs> this
0: is the rifle. Of... <laughs> sounds...
1: He's going German.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, it's gonna end up being like German mad scientist is where it's where it's gonna end up.
1: oh that's perfect. I'm excited about yeah. that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, oh yeah, and we also have our guest uh, Trail Mixon, she'll be there as well. Mm -hmm. To finish off the the uh, two shot, which was, yeah, we ran along with it and we made it work, Um, and it's kind of exciting. You guys, the team themselves, they haven't explored all of the portals to go through in this tower. They're trying to figure their way out at this point, Um, Hmm. so we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, I can't wait. I have all the
1: secrets. I am the DM.
0: You are the you are the dungeon master. I'm the dungeon
1: master now. i uh it's interesting i don't i don't particularly like dming um
0: it gives you a lot of anxiety
1: well it's a lot plus i'm running the show plus i'm running moderating everything plus i'm running the you do a lot yeah yeah and i always mess up so it's like (laughs) that's why we're called derps it's just i'm the derp (laughs) (laughs) i'm the derp now that's twice
0: if you want to hear bad puns and bad jokes, oh, yeah. just tune in yeah, to yeah. any this one is, of our streams.
1: This is right on brand. This is the flavor. Right folks. on brand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, buddy. Yeah,
0: this, yeah. Was,
1: this was a lot of fun. This
0: was fun. This is good, dude. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed this. We're at our uh, hour mark. So,
1: you know, fun yeah. fact, we were supposed to do yeah. this together. I'm just too I busy we and you're too dang busy. But I think mm-hmm. we, it would be fun. I think we should, uh, maybe this, this this is the push we needed to explore the Dungeons, Dragons, and Mike's show.
0: I agree. Or Wine and Wilson, however we want
1: Wine and Wilson. There's even a logo made. We even have a
0: logo made.
1: (laughs) We should do that.
0: We'll figure Uh, it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it one day.
1: Well, just sitting I'm here game. in my home doing it makes it easy and not having to put on like 10 different cameras and lights. What
0: or... what, what it took was just me figuring out how to do everything yeah, and then getting you to come on to my podcast. So then we know how easy it is to just do one.
1: Yeah, listen, folks, if you're listening to this right now and you can comment or review, let us know if you think it would be fun to have the two of us bantering back and forth with a guest uh, talking trash and, uh, you know, just being dichotomous
0: being dichotomous (laughs) all right buddy you have a good night we'll talk to you later all right man thanks for coming on thanks everybody thanks for listening to another episode up no i'm just kidding (laughs) all right have a good night everybody Bye. all right that's it that's the podcast i appreciate you listening today if you could please do me one more favor go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and write me a review or subscribe to the podcast there. It is so much appreciated and it helps me out tremendously. You can also check out all of my socials at Ty Wilson Music. That's Insta, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you'd like. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Ty Wilson Talks.